Welcome to Amagens. This is Joe. I'm your host today and uh, my co-host, uh, Captain P and Tinas. Uh, welcome, boys. How are you, Captain P? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you, Joe? I'm good. Awesome. Excited for another episode. Yeah, Tinas. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, guys? Great. This time, I'm going to be hosting because one of our hosts is in agony. <laughs> you can see him laughing all the way. We're going to start with the Premier League. And a lot has been happening over the weekend. We're going to start with Liverpool. That's my team, boys. And uh, they are continuing with the same trajectory. And uh, they beat Nottingham Forest 3 nil. Any comments, Dennis? And comments. <laughs> Captain P. No comment at all. Yeah. Did, you, did you watch the highlights? Yeah, I saw the highlights. Yeah, Liverpool is playing well. Yeah, look, Liverpool, I think it's back to form. It's got a refreshed midfield now. Exciting midfield. The I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, but Schloboschlei, the one they bought from Red Bull. He's a good midfielder, very, very dominant midfielder. Um, yeah, so Liverpool, obviously Mo Salah, Mo Salah is still in form. We've got one of the best defenders in recent history, Van Dijk. So I think, yeah, Liverpool is back, you know, that's, it's refreshed. He, he did the changes which were required, still kept the experienced core, but refreshed it with younger players. You've got uh, World Cup winner, Alex, what's his name? From Argentina, McAllister. 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 McAllister again in the midfield. Unfortunate about what happened with uh, Diaz, his family in Colombia. But again, he's another good player. So kudos to Liverpool. It hurts me to say that as a Man U fan, but yeah, man, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. And boys, what happened to Chelsea? Oh, my goodness. My goodness me. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have nothing to say. To be honest, I have nothing to say. I feel uh, I didn't uh, really expect it, yeah. I didn't expect uh, it either. Yeah, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, yeah. Brenton, the result teams. shows how much the team is playing because they, they pretty much had the the game until later on in the action. They just started the doubting like before. Yeah, look especially after the performance with Arsenal, you'd really have expected Chelsea to kick on. Yeah. Drawing with Arsenal, a strong team, but they've, you know, fell back to their same mistakes, uh, defensive frailty. But you'd expect that, as I'm always saying, I, with Pochettino, trust the process. He's got a very young team. Within two, three years, they'll be one of the best teams. Yeah, but th that's the thing. We, we, we're not talking about two, three years because we already have two, three years down, you know. Yeah, but I think I think I think one thing I I know I'm taking Joe's favorite statement, but I think we're we're now living too much in a microwave society. I think Jurgen Klopp for Liverpool it took him four years to get to where the team won the Champions League, won the Premier League. It took him four years, and he built a strong squad. And now you can see last year they went down, but that core because he built it over the last eight years. It's 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 brought him success. Of course, Pep is a bit different. Man City have got a spending power, 
But you can see after seven years of them with Pep now, they're playing, you know, it's like a, like when they played Man U. I don't want to go to the Man U game yet, but it was like, you know, people walking their dog in the park. You know what I mean? So easy. So easy. They can do it even in their sleep. They know the patterns of play. You know what I mean? So I think people need to give coaches time. I think that's what we are lacking. The Instagram generation where everything has to be flawless. You know, the I, think, rest- I think the problem is is the amount of money that's being thrown around. The moment those monies, you know, get bigger, um, results are expected. So especially a team like Chelsea, they they throw around a billion dollars in one year, you know, we expect results because they dismantled the whole team and they, they put it together. We're hoping that they were putting in, they knew what they were doing because we, we trusted the team that was there now. It needed, like you're saying, what Liverpool did, they just needed to to buffer it a few other players. But, you know, they, they, they managed to, to, to sell off the whole team, buy new players. They must have had a plan. And definitely this, this, this sort of playing, like we live it now on the log. Like we have barely passed the 10, number 10 mark. Yeah, but I, look, I think it's his first season. Let's let's see what happens. I'm not a, a defender of Pochettino. He's, you know, with Tottenham, he built up the young team. And then when it was time to cross over the line, he failed. PSG, he was dealing with mega superstars. He failed there. So, you know, I'm not an advocate for Pochettino. But what I'm just trying to tell football fans is there's times where, especially for these clubs where they've had back-to-back success, a bit of patience is needed for the new man. You know what I mean? That's my opinion. Yeah, awesome. All right. While we are on this, uh, speaking of Man U, <laughs> I won't say anything. I'm uh-huh. going to let Leslie start the conversation about Manchester United versus Manchester City. Look, it was an absolute humiliating defeat. Going to bed at 4 a.m. watching that. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> the, knew it. <laughs> the sleep, the sleep, the sleep won't come at 4 a.m. So you just have to have a shower and just start to do work at 4 because there's no point going back to bed and trying to wake up. So look, there's a gulf in class in terms of teams. A Man City, as I said, they were playing like they, they are walking their dog in the park, man. Everything was so easy. The goals, some of the goals, Man United, they were just being shifted from left to right, left to right. And to be honest, I think Eric Ten Hag overachieved with that team last season. And he overachieved. Some of the signings he's made are a bit weird. Signing Mason Mount, I didn't see it as the right signing which was needed for the team. He's mega signing Anthony, 100 million. Again, to me, which feels a bit of a, a waste of money because he is not really doing anything. So I believe giving managers time is the only next solution. He overachieved. Some of the signings are from the Van Gaal era. Imagine Van Gaal. That's 2014, 2015. You've got Martial. You've got Johnny Evans. You've got people from the Mourinho era, Lindelof. So it's not his team, basically. So he Man United adopted the team and he's trying to make the yeah. best out of it. Yeah. So Man what I'm saying he's not getting money to... No, look, 
he's gotten some money. Of course, he didn't spend it wisely, but you blame the people doing the transfer deals. Anthony could have been signed in the earlier part of the transfer window for 40 million. He did that. They couldn't negotiate, and then they had to pay 100 million. Do you blame Ten Hag for the negotiation? No. No. You know what I mean? So Anthony could have been bought for 40 million. We could have used the other 60 million to go and you buy Casemiro. You know, yes, he's a good player. He's done well for Real Madrid, but paying 70 million for Casemiro. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like paying 70 million for Thiago. <laughs> yeah. So we coming back to the match at hand. Yeah. What really transpired? Did you did you watch it, Tinas? Unfortunately, I did not watch it. I saved yes. myself. <laughs> you know, my take is Manchester United, they did their very best. I mean, the, the players, they did their very best to try and hold the game. But Haaland was just slippery, boys. He was slippery. Yeah, but Haaland, Haaland just finished off what I was saying about Man City. Yeah. Everyone knows what is the, what they're doing. You've yeah. got like Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva is not a born midfielder. He was, he was a winger, but he's yeah. been changed into a midfielder. He's dropping in the pockets, dropping yeah. in the spaces. The midfielders were just, oh, there's Bernardo Silva. Oh, he's now on the other side. You know, so he was <laughs> he just... Was all over the place. <laughs> he was just picking the pockets. And, yeah. you know, he had Foden on the right, Grealish on the left, all yeah. staying wide. And the midfield was just picking the pockets. You, Holland's goals, uh, especially the second one. Yes. Everyone had shifted to the left, which was the Man United right. Yeah. Holland was left at the back post all by himself. I At first, I thought he was offside. Yeah, even me, I thought he was offside. But that's how Man City plays. They shift yeah. you left. They yeah. shift you right. Then they'll shift you back again to the left. And then oh, everyone is dragged there. But look, it's a Pep Guardiola has got the best team. I believe they might do a back-to-back in the Champions League. Yeah, That's how good they are. He was about to score a hat-trick, and then he was so kind enough, human enough, facing an empty <laughs> goal, and then pass it to Foden, man. That was classic. Beautiful. <laughs> I know it's, uh, you know, it hurts you so much, but it was really good. You should have watched it, Tinas. And to rub it off his face. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, besides that, he, their goalkeeper was somewhat airtight. It was just, you know, Onana was playing very well. I mean, this game. You agree? Man? You, no, you no, he, he saved us. We, I think without Onana's couple of saves, it would have been five or six nil. So Onana played. His, his game has improved the last couple of weeks. You know, just to show you the... The difference between the clubs, you've got Johnny Evans playing centre-back. 35-year-old, relegated with Leicester, was in Man United colours in 2012-2013. Man City have got arguably the next defender, who's going to be the next best defender in the next five, seven years, in Guavio from Croatia. He's only 20. Now, can, can, can you see the difference? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and Guadalupe wasn't even playing centre-back. He was playing left-back. And he was playing like Paolo Maldini, running up and down that left channel. But he's from the World Cup. He was actually in the World Cup 11. 
considered one of the best world best defenders at the World Cup. Man City only bought him for 50 million. So you see that when you've got a structure, things become easier. Pep can only needs only to focus on his tactical genius because there's a structure at top. And any organization with a perfect structure will be successful. Yeah, we will try yours. All right, moving on. A few more games uh, you know, they happened over the weekend. We had Aston Villa taking the stick with 3-2-1 against Luton Town. And Captain P, you predicted that Newcastle was going to be relegated. They are I didn't on. say they were going to be relegated. I did not. I said the coach would be under pressure. That's why I never said they'll be relegated. They're too strong to be relegated. Can you not yeah. put words in my mouth? <laughs> the, the tone is changing. Dinas, can you hear that? <laughs> the tone is definitely changing. The coach well, was... We'll bring back the audio. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So Newcastle drew 2-2 with the Wolves. And then Arsenal did it. But let's talk, about, let's talk about Tottenham, man. Tottenham and yeah, Postokoglu, yeah. man. Tottenham oh, unbeaten. Yeah. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Aussie coach, man. He's doing wonders with that Tottenham squad. Yeah, yeah bro, Aussie it's pride. looking good, man. It's looking yeah. good. Uh, I wonder how Harry Kane f- feels now. He was holding back the team. Everything had to go through Harry Kane. Yeah. Now, this one is a very fluid team. Son, as I said, Son can play on the right. He can play on the left. He can play through the middle, through the channels. Like, man, it's just a fluid team. Young energetic Bisuma, you know, he was good at Brighton. He came and played for two negative coaches in Mourinho and Conte. But look at Ange Postecoglou is more of a free flowing, high pressing team and Bisuma. Absolute top notch midfielder, man. We were crying for Bisuma at Man United. They couldn't even sign Bisuma from Brighton. Yeah. Tottenham is really playing a nice game. Uh, Like you said, Son is, is just amazing. He's getting into the right places. He's you know he's taking the goals, man. I think this is what he's, he's nine goals now in eight games. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing really really well, and I, I I wish I wish this team goes far. Minimum Champions League next 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 year because yeah. they deserve it. They deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. Like you know, if you look at some of the stats in terms of assists and goals. You've got two players from Tottenham, all in the top five. Son with eight goals, James Madison with five assists. Man, it's a good team, man. Good football. Right. While we are in sport, let's move on to Rugby World Cup. Who wants to go first? Chinas. (laughs) I I ended up supporting uh, Springboks because of, you know, the motherland, they the game itself I thought wasn't very entertaining. Only towards the end, like maybe in the 60th minute going forward, that's when New Zealand sort of had a breath of life and they seemed to be coming. That's when the game started making it a little bit of a shift, but unfortunately they couldn't, you know, score a try or try to overcome South Africa. But congratulations to the Springboks. They deserve it. Colisi, two consecutive, uh, is, is it consecutive? Yeah, back to back, uh, back to back. back, back, uh, World Cups for him. It's a very wonderful thing. Yeah, man. um, Yeah, he's only one of the two captains with Richie Mako to win two World Cups as captain. 
So he's he's in an era of himself. It's hard to go back to back with rugby because of the intensity and the physicality of the sport. He's gone, you know, eight years to win the trophy twice. But my biggest takeaway is that the ref cost the game. As a former rugby player, that was in a red card for Sam Kane, the All Blacks captain. That was never that's never a red card in a million years. He went in with his shoulder and it was a 10-minute sin bin, and that's it. But a red card, come on. Red card is when you do a power driver tackle, when you want to paralyze someone or break someone's neck. That's the rugby I played in. That's a a red card. Not hitting someone on their head with your shoulder. Are we playing touch football? You know, <laughs> even even the the policy one, that, yeah, it was, it was a bit questionable, wasn't it? It was questionable, like it was like the reps trying to balance it out, yeah, because they had messed oh. up. Yeah, okay. So okay. for me, so the you refs, reckon, you reckon if uh, there was no red card for Sam, it was gonna flip the other way around. Yeah, like New Zealand, New Zealand would have been, gonna... yeah, New, or New. What happened, South Africa? is physical and they will pin you down to make penalties and they'll score, you know, the penalty goals as they were doing with all the penalties at the start. But New Zealand, they will just, yeah, they're like a man city. It's all about someone popping. Yep, they'll lead that around, yeah. Someone popping in at the right moment, taking the pop-up. So I think if it was, like you saw, even at 14-15, they were putting South Africa under pressure. Yes. Yes, South Africa. We're defending. Yeah. Uh, the the try that was even disallowed. Away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was great. That was great stuff. They ran the line, you know, a sprint towards the end, and uh, just great passing game. And I think, like you're saying, South Africa is more physical. New Zealand is more. I think uh, they run the line more. With, and, yeah, with New Zealand, they've got the combination of finesse and physicality. They matched South Africa's physicality in the forwards, particularly if you saw when South Africa changed all their props and, you know, in the second half, they were losing the scrum. Even that last scrum, it collapsed collapsed multiple because New Zealand's front row was mounting them. So New Zealand, you know, with all our Pacific Islander brothers from around the way here, physicality they will have it and yeah. they've got the technical ability yes so, yeah. so south africa were very very fortunate yeah, yeah. congrats so, to them going through the news not many people outside the springbok you know supporters are celebrating the their win everyone is complaining about the red card yeah. a majority of people are complaining about the red card they're saying you know all blacks have been robbed this time around because of that red card. So the sentiments goes along with what you were mentioning, Captain P. And yeah, anything else, Tinas? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, what, what was that guy's name? The the guy who had who failed a try, that first guy from South Africa. That was Kobe. great. Oh, 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 yeah, the number nice. 14. The number 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's pretty fast, isn't he? Yeah, they're all fast, yeah. And, you know, South Africa, they were... As I was saying that they don't have that, you know, cut, you know, set plays. They were trying to do 50, 40 meter drop goals to get the three points. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? If you saw how many, I think they made four or five drop goal attempts yeah. just to relieve the pressure because they were under pressure, but they did not have the cutting edge set plays to go through the all black defense, even at 14 men. So, and Sam Kane, man, he's a, he's a tackler. He's a, he's a Richie McCaw-esque type of player. Not as good as Richie McCaw, but as a flanker, he's there in the ruck fighting to turn over the play in the ruck, in the scrums. You know, as a rugby person, it was fun to watch. So I love those type of rugby games. It was intense, but the, the ref messed it up now. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So moving on, now we're going to some of the current affairs. Hey, yeah, 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 yo! Why are you jumping into current affairs? We haven't even talked about Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, with uh, Tyson Fury, I was so disappointed. So that's why I wanted to skip the segment. So he, there was a match, you know, uh, of uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Ngannou. How do you pronounce that, Ngannou? Is that correct? Yeah. Ngano. Ngano, Ngano. yes, 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 yes. A former heavyweight champion, boxing heavy champion, Tyson Fury versus UFC <laughs> heavyweight. What are your takes, gentlemen? Uh, look, people will say Tyson Fury won because he was jabbing, jabbing. But come on, Francis Ngano won that fight. He was landing significant punches even you can see when tyson one of the pictures which is popped up on social media of tyson <laughs> arriving on at heathrow airport with a massive black eye he for a boxer he was the one who was supposed to be landing all those blows but one thing which showed is francis ngano has got a chin because tyson fury landed some punches Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a human being, seeing someone where you, you're a boxer, you know you've got power, and you see someone taking those punches and not even flinching yeah. psychologically. Yeah, it drives you bananas. It drives you. It, for Tyson, he was out of answers. Yes, yes. And you, you saw a bit of a knockdowns. That was yeah. beautiful. That was a beautiful. Man, my Sunday morning was exciting. After finishing the Rugby World Cup, I started the boxing straight away, man. So I didn't sleep until 10 a.m. on Sunday. Man, I was. it, it was a sports <laughs> lover's weekend. But look, yeah. as I said, for boxing, I think boxing aficionados are very disappointed with what's happened with Tyson Fury. And I think that aura which he had, I think... It's the mystique, gone. I don't know what yeah. Tina thinks, that mystique which Tyson Fury was, had had in the last 18 months to two years has gone down dramatically. Yeah, it's, it's quite unfortunate that he, <laughs> he was given the win, but, but the flair and everything else goes to Ngannou. He's the one who people seem to, to be looking at and they think more of him than the actual person that won. Yeah, um, because he came in as an underdog. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then He's he never had a professional he fight. He's never had a professional fight. And I think conditioning is a former wrestler, so he never got tired. Even up to the, he would have gone 12 rounds Yeah, with all that fitness. So, man, you know, the, the world is his oyster, as they say. So you, you, you reckon if uh, Ngannou gets uh, proper, you know, the training, the boxing training for in you know, a period of time, 
you reckon he'll take the stick as the heavyweight champion in boxing if he you know wishes to if he wishes to i think i think that's the direction you have to go because i think of the contract issue which he had with the ufc i think this is his redemption because of you know he's made lots of money more money than he made in the ufc with just this fight so i think he might be what what are the pockets looking like i think tyson fury got 20 million plus and ngano got 10 million i think Oh, what was the earning in the UFC? Do you know? Ah, the UFC deals on the between six hundred to two million, or six hundred to a million. Ah, okay, but, okay. but UFC is more dangerous than boxing, man. Yeah, you think? Yeah, but there's a lot more. I don't know. The, I don't know how they've structured their contracts in there. They don't pay people heavily the ufc also it wrecks in a lot of money more than boxing does. that's what i wanted to say that they, they seem to have a lot more you know followers uh, sponsorship following uh, everything about ufc they make a lot of noise about it i they think like i i think with ufc you, that's why you end up seeing these superstars doing a lot of personal endorsements like your adesanya's your conor mcgregor's doing their own personal stuff which is making them money but wow, in terms of is that's not a bad bad purse. No, yeah, it's a good deal. Win win. No, you you can take lose. a few if you can take a few punches for ten million. Yeah, yeah, man, he's, he's even, walked out. Even a it. month in coma, it's all right. <laughs> I don't know about coma though. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's he's done well. I think we'll see how far he goes. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so I use happy for us to dive into Palestine and Israel now. Again? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, because, uh, you know, what's happening, everything, you know, things are evolving, you know, every minute. Like right now, Israel now is already, you know, pushing in the ground, you know, invasion into Gaza. There were some images flying around the social media of them with a fleet of uh, tankers going into Gaza. Uh, And it's not a good scene. And Gaza is out of uh, internet. And, you know, uh, there's no internet. There's no uh, coverage. They don't have fuel. Yeah, they don't have fuel. They don't have gas. Yeah. And so, according to Al Jazeera, and Netanyahu is rejected a ceasefire. Yes. But I think uh, what's our statement? We and, usually and, and he's backed by the US and the he's UK. Backed here. And that, yeah. Yeah. And you know, with the media, the way they are drip feeding, you know, this issue more on Israel side, they are doing what we call. What is it what do you call? <laughs> our, <laughs> from <laughs> outwards that book, outwitting the devil. Outwitting, they are do- outwitting the devil. They are doing what they're called the word. What are they doing? <laughs> you know, the, you know, you're laughing. Why can't you just say it? You, <laughs> refuse, they... you refuse the word last time. No, I, I accept it now. Say, just say the statement again. <laughs> Hypnotic yeah? rhythm. Hypnotic rhythm, exactly. Hypnotic rhythm. rhythm. So what they are doing is they are slowly pushing the propaganda bit by bit until it makes sense to us. Yeah, Even the hypnotic rhythm sense, is, you know, repetition of the same thing until it becomes a reality. 
because now you can see the narrative all the positive or the information to support or defend the palestinians is slowly getting su suppressed yeah suppressed yeah. like what they did with the whole covid situation or if you spoke about you know ukraine in a different light and you're talking positively about russia until at the end of the day you'll be like oh man COVID is real, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> or is or Russia or Russia is is a is an enemy, you know what I mean? That hypnotic rhythm, you know. Yeah. Every day, you know, you see something different. Obviously, you've got Twitter, which is you know a bit left wing, you know, on the other side of politics, but the mainstream media on the radio, if you're cooking, you know, you're not cooking looking at Twitter, you're cooking listening to the news, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, now but with, watching, uh, with uh, all the internet cut out and uh, all the communications cut out from Gaza, <laughs> we are getting what they want us to hear. There is yeah. no longer that uh, freelance social media, TikTok and everything coming from Gaza or from other Israelis who are against the invasion. So what is the plan here for Israel? What is the plan? They go uh, in the, and, the and what? They, they run the over everything Gaza. they clean Gaza, and then what? Yep. Yep. And, and then they start the to rebuild as, this, as their resettlements. That's the plan. So so, so this is intentionally moving these people out? The to, to an extent, yes. But the, the Hamas was one of the, you know, the catalysts. Okay. Yeah. Hamas was a catalyst. That was a plan, you know, in motion. Hamas has got a bad, you know, propagandas. Because one of their propaganda is to wipe out Israel. And that's being repeated over and over and over and over and over on the media. So that we paint, you know, the entire Palestine uh, as Hamas. To say the Palestinians, they don't want the Jews. And they are justified to cleanse the whole Palestinian rest out of Gaza. However, on a flip side, eh, we don't know exactly what's happening because there is a media blackout. It's only what side. Israel is doing that's coming out. And what Al Jazeera at least is eh, pushing out, that's the only you know news channel that's a little bit on the other side. It's quite unfortunate because I was watching, I was seeing pictures on 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 Twitter of little babies, man, blown their heads, blown half, blown off. They don't have limbs. They don't have, and you know, it's just, it's just, yes, yes, Israel could do what they they're doing, but I think ish, it's it's quite brutal. And the only the only thing that I take away from this is, if you come and you take my child. Or if you kill my child in front of me, the father, the mother, mm -hmm. the sisters, the brothers. Yes, you could kill me as a father and say, let's do away with all the men and maybe all the mothers. But for as long as those children are going to be alive, they have an agenda with you. Yeah. And this is why these sort of wars will never come to an end because it's, it's always going to be handed down. To, to, yes. to the next generation, to the next generation, and until it comes to one who will succeed to say a certain point and and to, to, to you know to put the sort of the, the dagger on your side 
and that's when you know they will realize what they what that what they're doing now is not a solution. So, and I think, and I think, what to add on to what Tina is saying is that some type of leaders way goes from one generation or one period. I think after the Great Yom Kippur War of sixty-seven and seventy-three, you've got you know people like Prime Minister Netanyahu. I think he was in his youth when those happened. But if you see one of his speeches, which circulated on social media when he was the UN a representative at the UN. When he was a young, young fella, he was already in that mindset of, you know, saying these people are not are not part of this area. Yeah. We own this area. So this has been one of his main missions and passions. Yeah. You know, just like we, you know, I'm not comparing him to Hitler or anything, but with Hitler, it's certain things happened at a younger age. Yes. And yeah. it drove him up to the point of saying, I need to take action against this particular type of country or particular type of region. And you can see that in this, some of these are more personal legacies of some of these leaders, which they want to leave that I'm the one who has moved in and wiped out Hamas. In wiping out Hamas, you've obliterated Gaza because they will come in and say, we will rebuild. But when you're rebuilding, you're rebuilding on your terms of yes, that yes. settlement. Yes. And you control the debt mm. as yeah. well of uh, whatever is built. They have to repay back to you on your terms as well. Yeah, so but you own uh, look, like, like we're saying, you know, at the end of the day, they're not doing anything. Because even if they rebuild and even if they're going to put armies checkpoints and it's like they've done all across Jerusalem and all these places. Yes. People will always find a way, mate. Like they'll always find a way. And it's just one day. It's just one day. And like coming back to what you were saying, uh, people like Netanyahu, I think this is third term as president of Israel. Yes. I think he's, he's, he's I, I don't know how many Third or years, fourth, yeah. Third yeah or I don't know how many years in total that has been. But like you're saying, it just drums up that, you know, what you're saying that he, he seems like he has he had a personal uh, agenda, mm-hmm. and he he's made sure that he's come back on the helm three times to be able to 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 see that through. And like Joe, I think also that's what you you meant that uh, they 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 sort of let Hamas, you know, they they led them on. Yes. They they made them think they have an upper hand, not knowing that you know they'll slap a small slap on on one side, but they have. Uh, a whole army waiting on the on the other side, and and that's exactly what happened. And they just use this as an excuse to go in there and sort of see the work done as they've always wanted it to be done. And it's just, it's, it's just a shame that the whole whole world is watching and no one is saying anything. No one is willing to help. Yeah. So that and, brings uh, me to that question of uh, United Nations. What are their role? What is the primary role of United Nations when these things are happening? Before we, we we say that, but do we know that it's it's the Jews together with the British that that brought up the 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 Declaration of the United Nations? They are the ones who set the the road for it to be formed. So, post World War Two, I think it's it just picks an agenda which which suits their own narrative. In my in my personal opinion. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a sad situation because I can even tell that the 
the morale is gone down in this, you know, studio. And <laughs> everyone is kind of gloomy because what's happening is not really good on a humanitarian scale or on a moral compass. It's not good either sides. What Hamas did and what Israel is doing in response to Hamas, it's uh, far. It's a far cry to all humanity. Mm. And uh, what we are seeing is going to go in the history books as another genocide. It might come to be worse than what uh, King Leopold has done and uh, what uh, Hitler but, has done. But King Leopold, <laughs> let's, 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 yeah, you brought a point about King Leopold. I wanted to ask about this genocide. Yeah. King Leopold killed over 20,000 Africans, right? But if you see in the history books, he's not as overly condemned as Adolf Hitler, who killed mainly about a third of that in other, mainly Jews and other nationalities. Yeah. King Leopold, it's like, oh, you know, it happened in the, in the, bye-bye eras but that was severe genocide what that king did no that's where you and know, it, it, some of thing. his statues are still standing yes yes you know that's where there is that uh, you know a selective humanity uh, or selective uh, sympathy where if it's white community that has been uh, massacred there is a lot of publicity about it is similarly to what's happening at the moment on the ground, Palestinians have been experiencing a lot of casualties from this conflict way before the 7th of October, but it hasn't been on the media that much. And a lot of Palestinians have died. It hasn't been on the media. So there's that selectivity on when it comes to showing empathy on the loss of life. Now, because it's uh, the Jews that are dying, everyone is crying foul. When Africans were dying under the rule of King Leopold, it was, you know, part of business. Yes. When the Jews were dying under Hitler, the whole world was crying foul. So it (coughs) depends with the who is on the receiving end. When the United States was bombing Iraq, uh, yeah, Iraq, yeah, nobody like uh, was, yeah, true. Nobody was, nobody was saying anything because you know, I was laughing. I was watching the that the new TV show which is out there in South Africa, the Shaka, the yeah. remake of Shaka. In one of the episodes, is the Mutetwa clan. They were being given corn and they were given a wooden chair. And this lady was like, "Oh, I'll give you this packet of corn." For a whole heap of ivory. <laughs> For a whole heap of ivory. She says, I'll take this ivory. You know, she was like, oh, I'll take these elephant horns. And the Mutetwa clan guys were like, yeah, because they were given to taste popcorn. <laughs> you know? didn't know it, man. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> and they had uh, plenty, plenty of horns. So <laughs> button trade sometimes is, is, is a bit uh, skewed. <laughs> so some of that's what they were laughing about, uh, you know, Lord Bengula when they said Lord Bengula sold the country because of the bag of sugar. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this Mutetwa was the king was always lying on the floor or sitting on the floor. It was given this nice wooden chair. It was not even a gold one, a wooden one. And then they were saying, oh, you now look like a real king. 
<laughs> and they were taking the ivory away because they knew the value of the ivory. Yeah, yeah. Now it, it, it happens. You know, we can now uh, we can dive with these topics. You can go into different. <laughs> so many avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, you know, but coming back to the Israel Palestine, uh, any comments, guys, or we we are still mourning, you know, the losses of lives uh, on both ends. Yeah, we're mourning the. But uh, I just. I just don't understand how, you know, Egypt has just closed its borders and said no. Yeah, and it's a it's another predominantly Islamic, you know, country. So basically, they are saying we don't want elements. We are saying if we close the border, they're scared that some of the elements of Hamas will come to hide. Will come to hide in Egypt, and then the Muslim Brotherhood will get stronger again. You know, so there's a lot of dynamics in this thing. Yes, we may talk about hypnotic rhythm, which we were laughing about, but there's a lot of political dynamics which But even which Egypt play. now, Egypt, I mean, Israel, uh, Israel itself, they seem to have an agenda, though, because now they're going after Hezbollah in Lebanon as well. And I was watching, was it last night, I was watching some videos. They were bombing the hell out of that place as well. And, and you know, <laughs> I yeah, wonder... Yeah. With Israel, it's an open secret. They want to clean out the whole area to become, you know, Israel, state of Israel. You see what what they're doing in West Bank, the settlers? Yeah. Since yeah. the 7th of October, a lot of, uh, you know, Palestinians have died and there's no Hamas there. Is there any explanation or justification for that? No. And it's been happening and it's con- it continues to happen. So Hamas is just a scapegoat. But this yeah. is a plan in motion, and it's going to happen because the West is... Yeah, uh, yeah but Joe, this is what I was saying. Like They could do it, and then they go, oh, okay, they've got the money. Yeah. They could have this iron dome, they take the land, and then they put the iron dome. Yeah. But you see, what you have done is you have misplaced a lot of Muslims yes. who can... Uh, and who are Countries like Iran sympathize with these people. Yes. You know, countries like Saudi Arabia mm. sympathize with these people. And Lebanon. So with time, you have just created an enemy. And as we know, these most of these Muslims, they they're not the ones to shout your enemy. Mm. They will hit you hard when you are when you least expect. They will yes. find a way. Hamas was very good at these tunnels. Yes. They've created an underground network of tunnels that they were infiltrating Israel. Yes. Even into kilometers into Israel. It's rumored yes. that the, the tunnels that were going in. Yeah. So they, they, they did all this in, in, in silence. So you can imagine once you take away their homeland and once you make it yours, mm. what they will be willing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now right. they're just using small rockets and what have you. But imagine. If they get a hold of uh, proper equipment... Of course, they will be looking for like what Ukraine was equipped and tried to, you know, withhold Russia. And they tried their best because they had the funding and the equipment. If you know, you know, the, the, you, know, you know, the funny thing is, <laughs> some of the weapons that are being used by by Hamas yeah. are weapons that were given to Ukraine by the United <laughs> States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this black, black market. market. Yeah, through the black market. So the Ukraine sold these weapons. I don't know whether to to to, to black market you know, dealers, yeah, dealers, and then they took it to. I was just like, wow. 
you, you give Ukraine your weapons and they use it against your ally. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's comedy. But it's comedy in real life. That was beautiful. All right, guys, just a, right. a funny question. Can yeah. I have going not about the Israel mass thing? Right. What what would you do if you found out that your wife has got an OnlyFans account? Uh, that's not my wife. There's that trending story about the former basketball star who found out his wife has got an OnlyFans. Some are saying it's a skit to promote it. Yeah. But man. Man, no, no, the, the, the whole thing is already finished because with OnlyFans, it's like she is having an affair with the entire world. Yeah. Of old fellas with no teeth. Ah, but, hey. <laughs> but, but why would you be upset? Because she was clapping back saying that, you know, what I'm earning from my jobs is not enough. OnlyFans is, you know, breaking me through. Because this yeah. guy earned over 60 million in the NBA and it's all yeah. gone. So if uh, if she chooses to, it means she chooses to walk away from the relationship. <laughs> ah, you know what? This 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 story is. This is, it a, is is it a Jada Pinkett syndrome? Because <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Once she starts mentioning money that you can't provide for her, then yeah. the conversation is done. Yeah, it's finished. It's done because if you can't do anything for her, then. <laughs> But, you know, they forget that when I had the 60 million, we spent it together. So it's not like today uh, we're broke because I mismanaged the money. You no. don't have to do things that are drastic. Like, come on, where is the the essence of marriage? Uh, boys, you, you but know I'm what? Saying... It doesn't, it doesn't really Only fans. That. Okay, but if she's bringing the bread and she's doing only fans, are you going to be upset? No, yes. mate. Do you, I know, but do you really think the they 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 have a half and half situation in this? Once she no, brings of course. in the money from OnlyFans, do you think they okay. have a half and half? Of course, of course. She, of course, he just. If he apparently found out, it means that she's just been eating that money herself. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not about him. <laughs> yeah, the money that she makes is hers. The money he was yeah. making was there. Was uh, yeah. You yeah. know, so he, at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how much you make. Look at even Tyrese Gibson. He He's making good money, but his woman decided to jump ship, you know, because yeah, she but... thought there was, you know, better out there, you know? She's a skank, that one. I'm sorry to say. She's a skank. You, you see what she said? But she's awesome, bro. She... It's a, no, bro, she's beautiful, yes, but yeah. did you see what she said? She, she, she now comes out now. After all the things she's put Tyrese through, she yes. now comes out and she says, oh, it was my the people that were with me, behind me. If, if I didn't have these people behind me, I wouldn't mm. have made that decision. Yes. It's almost like she she, 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 she she wants to like slowly go back to say, ah, you know what, I'm sorry, let's get back together. Only because she realized the courts will not give her the money that she wants. If all she was given the money that she wants, she wouldn't have said all that. Yeah, she wouldn't have said that. But Tyrese was very clever. He had a prenup, squeaky clean. She got nothing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> She's a scared, bro. <laughs> the smile on Tina's his face when he's talking about, <laughs> oh, about the prenup, eh? <laughs> My brother. Oh, the, yeah. the way he was smiling and said the prenup, it was clean. So... This time, this time around, if she comes back, she wants to finish him off. Eh? 
Oh, definitely she will. Yeah. And I feel sorry for the 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 Tyrese's girlfriend right right now because obviously they were talked. Yeah, she's gonna there. be abused. No, no, not abused, but there's just gonna be talks. You know, like she's not getting anything out of that. Like, yeah. definitely, she's not getting anything. Yes, yes. Yeah, but but, okay, but what's your take? What's done. what's your take about the okay about the prenup or postnuptial agreement? Is it to protect all sides? It's very necessary, especially if you're somebody like Tyrese, who we didn't know anything about the woman before she was with Tyrese. We knew about Tyrese since he was, what, 19 years old? That Coca-Cola advert, you know, he, baby, what's, what's that movie's name? He got onto that. Fast and Furious. Exactly. He made his name, Vol- I'm saying Voltron, sorry, <laughs> Transformers. He made his name, bro. He's put in the work. And so what what makes her think that she can just come in and, and claim? And what about in a current relationship where you're not a Tyrese? You're just a, a person, you've got your investment properties, you've got your assets. For as before, long as you have Before marriage wealth. or after marriage? If, yeah, whether it's in the current marriage that you're or in. In the current marriage, no, no, you yeah. can't do the post-nap. It's not yeah. a good scene. But however, you can... Oh, why is it not... Po- why is it not? Wait, why is let it me not, finish. Let okay, me finish. no, no. All right, I'll let you finish you can, and I'll come back. You can protect both you and your wife or partner by establishing a trust where both of you cannot siphon out of it. Even if you separate, both of you, you continue to benefit out of that trust and your kids will have a more of a say or the trustees will have more of a say over the trust. And the trust will have the clauses not to be dissolved even after a divorce. You know, they have that legal clause if if it's something that can be done. Okay, but what if setting up a trust is it's easier to have a postnuptial agreement yeah. where both parties agree, whether it's in the current marriage, yes, to say, you know, honey, you're working. I'm working, you've got your own plans, I've got my own plans. Our mutual plan is X, Y, Z, but you want to uh, do achieve your own mutual plans for your side of the family. Yeah. And I want to do certain things for the side of my family. Mm-hmm. And we'll purchase X, Y, Z assets. Let's have this uh, nuptial agreement. Is that wrong? Because wealth starts can accumulate yeah. from a different point in life. It can accumulate within 30 minutes after finishing our recording. Yes. Or within two days, and yes. wealth, wealth starts to accumulate. Yes, you can set up a trust and put each other as beneficiaries. One is a trustee, blah, blah, blah. You can do all that paperwork. But another security blanket of having the trust, you can also have a postnuptial agreement. Yeah, but some of those postnuptial <laughs> agreements, as, as much as you might have them, if, you, if, if they're not airtight, the courts can easily find loopholes that can yes. end up, you know. Say, say, who was this? Who was this guy? Al, uh, what's his name? Anderson. What's his name? You know, you know the, the chubby guy with the locks. What's his name? The comedian. The comedian. Yeah, that guy. Who is, my wife and uh, not my wife and kids. Are, well, he, he, he does sitcoms. Tracy Anderson. No, 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 Tracy no, no, Anderson. No, 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 no. He act, I can think of the one movie that he acted with with Dear Mix. What's his name, man? Damn it, forget it. But anyway, him, he, he he has some crazy arrangement where if he makes at any time after the divorce with his wife, if he makes two million dollars, anything that is worth over two million dollars, 
I think he gives uh, some some crazy amount of money. Like, is it is it twenty percent or something? I'm, 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 I can't remember. But this is way after the marriage. At any point in his life, <laughs> if he's going to make a, a certain amount of money, he gives twenty percent to dollars, the He has to give her a certain amount of money, regardless of the fact that he's paying early uh, money. Early money, exactly. That's so crazy. what that does, it, it makes you lazy not to want to work. Because even if you work, you're working for, for nothing. Yeah, oh, but it, that's it, why it some people are saying the institution of marriage is the worst investment one man can make. If we knew that a long time ago, we would be in a good place, you know. <laughs> But uh, because now we were indoctrinated, even uh, in our religion, to believe that marriage is a very good institution, and we believed that with our whole heart. You know, even if you listen to some of these celebrities, like uh, recently there's this, what's his name, another comedian, Steve, was it what? Croft or something, who's been bent by his uh, his wife of many years. He used to come out and, you know, he castigate men to say, you have to do what your missus wants. You see, look at what Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. You have to do what your missus, you know, want. You have to make her happy. <laughs> no matter what you do, marriage institution is something that you just need to find grace from God if you are a believer, you know, because people do change once they are in a, in a marriage, you know. The sweet girl that you married, Tinas, becomes barbaric, narcissistic oh, animal. There you go. <laughs> and there you, you go. You will be surprised. Is that the very same person I got married to? Look at what the this lady is doing, tearing down Tyrese, saying he was he was an abusive, an animal. Yeah. Now she's regretting. Yeah. When she realized that he, no. Beg is coming. I was talking about Anthony Anderson. Oh, Tony. <laughs> Anthony Anderson. <laughs> oh, yes. My man. He's uh, he's going through the lot. You know what he just needs to do? He just needs to take whatever he has and start to build trust that he does not own. Okay, so it says, level. yeah. It says he's going to pay more than 200 thousand dollars a year in spousal support <laughs> bro he's 53 fucking years old bro he's gonna have to pay two hundred thousand dollars of spousal support a year yes you've, you've got to make that money yep <laughs> yep it's gotta come out from somewhere but if and, you can't and... make it they can reassess that's the beauty of uh you know the courts and if his income is in excess of $2 million per year, you must pay Alvina 20% of that gross amount, which would increase a payment to $400,000 a year. Even before taxes. Wow. Jeez, gross amount. Bro. Yeah. What about if your, 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 your cost and your taxes takes away all the 70% and you're left with 30%, you give it 20%, you're left with 10%. That's what I'm saying, brother. I, 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 I don't know why the maybe it's, a, it's something that we need to delve into. 
I don't know why the courts have allowed women to have so much leeway when it comes to divorce. It it doesn't make sense, uh, especially when scheme, bro. especially when they are actually the ones that are being pushed up. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of women rights. There's a lot of schemes that are helping women become more and more powerful. But still, it's, it just seems like everything is for women. Yep. My comment will become a little bit religious when it comes to this, because I personally would think that it's somewhat demonic, because the more power they have, the more power they want, and the more they destroy the fabric of uh, a family union. Yeah. Because they the are. man is supposed to be the head. Now, the system has emasculated the man, and the family is being dismantled left, right, center. Yeah. Like one of the podcasters was saying, it it's it's a plan in motion which started a long time ago as a CIA project. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Of yes, feminism. Yes. The, yeah, there are books that were written about this. You know, it's, it's an established strategy to try and destroy the family union. Once there is no nucleus family, it's easy to manipulate the masses. It's 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 like it's like communism or Marxism one or one in a in a sneaky way, where yeah, because they're promoting individualism. Like yes. you, you look for you do yourself. If yeah. he doesn't, if he doesn't want you, then leave so him wives and you will are turning against the their husbands. You know, the oh, kids man. are turning turning against their parents. Because yeah. once you break the nucleus of the family, if there's little resistance, I think you saw. What was happening in particular regions with the, with the whole COVID thing, particular areas where there's a big family nucleus, there was a massive resistance to yeah. some of these laws and outcomes and decisions. Hence, even in the, I think with the, with the Joe was saying about the CIA, in some areas in, you know, in the US, where you've got that whole paramilitary area where people have got arms it's like family of 30 40 who've got arms yeah and then you've got the local sheriff it's maybe 10 police officers they can't go to that house or that to that farm yeah because it's already a paramilitary you know what i mean yes <laughs> yeah yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah yeah so they've always targeted the family but again these are topics we can jump in yeah yeah so moving on uh what is we are still in the same you know arena of family and, uh, you know, having a nucle- nucleus family. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, in regards to absent fathers? Absent fathers? Yes. In a, or, in tox- a or toxic mothers? Uh, uh, toxic mothers or absent mothers? I think what? absent fathers are the, the initial crack in the wall that will just render the whole house unlivable yep <laughs> look i look i think with absent fathers particularly for the children there are certain values or principles they can only understand from not being sexist or anything but from a male type of figure yeah i think studies have been proven particularly in terms of incarceration highest number of incarcerations families where, where children have a father who hasn't been there where father who left there but however the issue is, yes, the father may be absent, but however, there's been toxicity which has been poured by the apparent mother who is there, right? I think 
where people have failed to do is that the issues which have happened between the parents should have been cleared so that there is a ability for both parents to have a relationship. You know, I mean, if a, a father wants to be there, right, but he's not in good books with the particular mother, unless the court system intervenes, there's a lot of pouring of toxicity put in there. Yes. Even if the court system intervenes, I know of people who were given certain weekends of the of the month with their children, but they don't get to see their children. They're not allowed to because she would just say, "Ah, oh, no, I've decided to. We're going here, so you can't have it this weekend." The next yeah, but weekend, that's, she, but, she but that's a breach. Answer. That's a, that's a breach of the court order. That that person can go back to the courts because breach of court orders is a what offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. But look, man, that's the reality of things. There are a lot yeah. of these issues that are happening. And some people don't, it's not everyone who has time to be going to the courts because they're the breadwinners. They have to be working. They have to be doing these things. And sometimes, you know, there's fabrication of, of things. Oh, he was saying this to me. Oh, he was saying that. Oh, he did this or this. Just oh, to delay the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's now a he said, she said type of situation. So there's a lot of, like you're saying, there's a lot of toxic, toxicity that just starts spreading. And a lot of the time, that toxic energy comes from only one species. <laughs> now, look, let's be honest. But there's, yeah, there's toxic mothers out there. Of course, they're toxic uh, fathers. Yes. Both parties can be toxic. Mm. But what we are saying is that the toxicity yeah. needs to stop because it is what is affecting the young generation. It comes from one species. Yeah, it comes so, from one species. Uh, we, we, we are not taking responsibility, you know, as fathers. No, no, no. Some, As I said, there are some absent fathers who've decided to be absent. They don't care. Yeah. Right? And there are some who've been absent because of circumstances. Yes. Right? And others who've become absent because of court orders, because of their bad behavior, whether it's domestic violence, criminal assaults, whatever. And, and some who become absent because of that toxicity. They some just become decide, absent. You know what? Yeah. For now, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away because remember, as we talked about, the court system is heavily supportive of, of women, unless you can fight your own good case to yes. defend yourself. Yes. All right? And you're willing to fight, you're willing to sacrifice money, willing to sacrifice the time. Because remember, the wheels of justice move very slow. Yeah. So you might get a court date in 2025, today, and you've now got what? From today's October, yeah. and your court date is in February 2025. That's, That's why 16 months. Yeah. You've got no access to the children. What what's yeah. what's happening? What information are the children listening to? Listening to exactly right yeah. for those sixteen months from the mother, the mother's family, the mother's friends, all that right? Yeah, your father doesn't love you. Yeah, exactly. look at him; he's not even yeah. coming. He's not he coming. Is, so, I can't. He can't. So you see, so that's where you see that once there's a relationship between father and children, where there's no interference, where there's a weekend or two two fortnights or whatever it is, you see the change yes. in behavior. In behavior. You actually start to hear statements like they only want to listen to you. Yes. Oh. yes. Oh. Because yes. Uh, there's, there's, there's a difference 
in the application of of discipline, which can be done with men. Right. This, yeah, so uh, coming back to the core issue, we find that uh, you know, despite what causes the absenteeism of the father, kids will not be able to tell the difference when they are young or even as the teenagers or whatever, it still affects them, whether the father is absent by his choice or by court decision or by repulsion from the toxic mother. The effects are almost the same to the kids. So a research was done in Botswana where most of the kids, especially the girls, they will find it very hard to create a bond with, you know, either a husband or, or a partner as they grow older if the father was absent. For the boys, there is a lot of, uh, you know, the encounter with the law enforcement, like uh, Captain P was saying, that there is higher levels of incarceration if there is absenteeism. And also there is higher level of uh, either drug use and uh getting into a lot of, uh, you know, criminal activity because of the lack of a father father figure presence in their life. And also emotionally, they become a little bit less emotionally resilient because of the absence of the father in the family. So despite who is causing the turmoil, the effect on the kids is a reality. And it's something that will happen despite the cause. Yeah. Back to you, Captain B. No. Uh, look, you've, you've just summed it up yeah. very well. Um, I think, I think people or relationships with children or whether the relationship is ended, let your tensions be your tensions and uh, let children have a relationship with both parents. Never bad mouth the other parent because it's, there's no benefit to it. If you want to go and vent about your baby daddy or your baby mama, vent with your new boyfriend we are shacking up with. Vent with your new girlfriend you are shacking up with or vent with your mates. But don't go and vent in front of the kids. To me, it's the lowest of the low. To me, that individual who does that is... He's a, he's a person of no morals and no intellect. They're actually yeah, destroying yeah. the kids. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, don't they don't see it that way. You see, the person who has that that, that ability to, to, to even want to say bad about someone who you have built something with lacks something already. Yeah. Whether, they've, they've got their own self-esteem issues. Exactly. Like to they, me, there's no way that you 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 it's the, it's like when your husband and wife. There's no way you would want to go and and start bringing down your your own husband in front of people. People no. to gain a certain narrative that yes. you you want to achieve. The moment you do that, you've already yeah, you've uh, got your own esteem issues. Exactly. You know, there's 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 banter. You know, when you're at a couple's dinner, you know, you joke around and say ah. You know, the dishes are not done at my house, you know, just for a joke. You're not <laughs> disparaging someone, but yeah. you're all joking around. And they can turn around and say, ah, if you want me uh, to do yeah. that, I won't go to work. I will just stay at home, blah, blah, you know, yeah, and you yeah. all laugh about it. But yeah. there's the one where you, 
you go and say, you know, your father is like that. You're like, your father is Baba. You know, me, you know, come on. You've got no morals. You've got no intellect. Your mind is so small. To but, me, but you see now, I'll never talk to you. Yeah. Unfortunately, now, there they, are so-called support groups that would, you know, take on these things as, as, as you opening up and, and then they give advice. And then they, this, this is where the toxicity comes from. Yeah, because they're feeding they, on to that, know, yeah. Exactly. And, 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 and one wife, to be honest, probably they were beaten. They were did so this, oh, no, my husband used to do this to me. And that's the truth. But you see, what, you, what they're doing is you, you're not feeding everybody the feelings that you have, that the things that were done to you, you are now handing them over to other people. And they are reliving your, your experience as though it was them. So when they go back home and they have a similar situation, it's they're now reliving that moment that she was to, oh, and then he hit you and this, this, and they will do this to you. And now you have people, you know, acting in certain ways and you it's just like, wow. They don't realize, you know, these Facebook, Facebook groups, uh, these, uh, you know, whatever lunches, teas or whatever they, they end up doing, that sometimes it's not a, it's not a space to be <laughs> my host my host uh, <laughs> they're to, laughing is, is it close to home gentlemen uh, is I, it close to home gentlemen <laughs> i'm looking at your face your face thank you so much straight face because yeah. you know you are you are dissecting it so much so <laughs> that the listeners uh, you, they can actually it's it's palatable it's it's, it's you know, touch, you can touch it. You can <laughs> you feel can that, you know, it. you can it's taste crazy. it. You know, uh, guys, this issue is, is is quite a serious issue and uh, we're going to, you know, continue to navigate into this whole issue in our, you know, next podcast. We are going to conclude the podcast for today and thank you so much for listening and visit our website amajenspodcast.com.au and uh, also our .com, not oh, .com, mate. <laughs> .com I'm used to you know the AUs <laughs> and also our socials at Amajens Podcast uh, like, post and share because these discussions they are quite you know very good and also it can change someone's situation be having a discussion. If you've got any comments, leave them below. And some of the discussions that we were talking about, like the research in Botswana, you will find the links in the description box. Have a good one. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks,